Thanks for tuning in to this next um, episode of the Syntax at Four podcast. Hopefully this just gives us a chance to continue the conversations we're having together online. This week, our theme has been about around how we can be faithful in prayer. And this short podcast this week is just going to be a little outline of how that works for me. Um, and I say it's short because um, I've learned so many things from other people and would like to point you in their direction rather than focusing on um, how I pray. Um, but also asking ourselves what it is that helps us and how can we encourage each other to be growing in our prayerfulness at this time. So, like I said, it's going to be a short one. I just want to outline a few um, ideas that are helpful to me and then I'll leave it with you. Um, but it does seem that the world is turning to prayer in these um, coronavirus days and knowing that these are difficult times for our for our world, for our nation, for our communities. So what does it look like to be faithful in prayer? So for me, there's definitely something about a regular commitment to prayer that's important. And personally, I find that works best in the morning. Um, before anyone else in the house is awake, I get a little bit of space before the kind of day really begins. And um, for me, it kind of sets the tone of the day and it, it doesn't need to be a long time. 10, 20, 30 minutes is is plenty of time just to kind of compose the day, come before God and yeah, set the direction of travel for my day. So I try and make that as consistent as, as possible and I don't know if mornings work for you but for me it's a time when I'm a bit of a morning person so I, it, it works for me but also the rest of the house aren't quite up and so I can get some focus. So that's the first thing. Find some regular time that's consistent. Second thing for me, and this has been growing um, kind of over the past year maybe, is despite kind of being an activist who, who likes being on the go all the time and always having something that I'm working on, I'm finding I need silence and solitude in prayer. Um, I kind of thought that prayer was about finding the right words to convince God that my requests were the best ones and the ones that he had to answer. But I'm realising my best prayers are unsaid and it's me spending time with God and, and being in his presence and, and kind of bringing myself before him. So my second thing about prayer is that it's not really about the words that we can say but it's about a sense of being before God and, and for me silence and solitude is pretty much essential. So number two, find a space that's away from it all and maybe less distractions, less people and where you can focus and bring yourself before God. Number three for me is it's helpful to keep a prayer journal, like a little reminder of the things that you're praying for and into and the things that you're praying through. Um, I've been keeping a prayer journal for quite a while now and it's just helpful to remind me of the things that I want to pray into regularly, but also it helps me kind of keep a track of some of the things that I've brought to God and kind of just review where things are at and um, and it brings to mind things that maybe that I wouldn't necessarily think of if I didn't have a journal to, to kind of remind me. So mine's a digital thing that I keep on my phone um, and it helps me kind of, kind of rotate, in some ways rotate my prayers, bring things to God in prayer that maybe I would forget and it gives me a little bit of framework for, for prayer as well. So my number three is write down a few a few things that you're praying for as part of a prayer journal and, and let that build over time. Number four, 
is about finding resources to help you pray. I've um, enjoyed using a few prayer apps over the past couple of years. At the moment I'm using Lectio 365 which is a great free app and right now it's going through um, a series on how to pray and, and building and encouraging our prayer life but it has a kind of mix of um, Bible reading, prayer, um, reflection, devotion and a little bit of teaching thrown into the mix. So if you're interested in kind of prayer resources maybe you've got um, um, Bible reading notes that you kind of help you pray. Um, for me um, Lectio 365 is really helping at the moment. I have to confess I, I kind of switch my resources round a little bit as one gets a little bit samey I mix it up and, and find a different one to give a go but at the moment Lectio 365 is really really working for me. Which brings me on to kind of number four um, I think it's important that we kind of learn from people whose gift and is, is, is prayer and who we consider kind of people of prayer. Um, I was looking for my copy of How to Pray by Pete Gregg and I can't find it so I'm going to need to track that down. But just get hold of books by people who have committed to being people of prayer and kind of learn from those who have gone before us. So for me the 24-7 prayer movement and some of the materials and books that they've created have helped me kind of focus and grow in prayer. So How to Pray, the most recent one by Pete Gregg, um, is a great place to start if you're thinking, how can I grow a sense of prayerfulness in my life? So that's my um, fourth one. Pick up some resources to, to help you grow in that area. And my recent, my recent recommendation is How to Pray by Pete Gregg. And just finally, um, following on from our Sunday this week. Um, I do think it's important that our prayer life is consistent, that it's something that doesn't just um, kind of spring up when we're in crisis, but it's something that we consistently spend time with God. But I'm also thinking through this idea of being compatible. Our prayers need to be compatible with God's heart. And what it means for me is when we pray in Jesus' name, we're praying on his behalf. We are praying the prayers that he would pray. So it's not just about me bringing my wish list to God, but about being someone who prays as Jesus did. And I, when I kind of even think through that line, I'm like, I'm nowhere near that standard, but I wanna be a person who is moving in that direction, that my prayers more readily fit the model that Jesus gave us. And I know, you know, Jesus took himself off by himself to pray and I love the fact that his disciples came and asked him, how do we pray? And he shared with them the, um, the Lord's Prayer. And there is this sense that, that we know that Jesus took himself off to pray. Jesus went into the garden to pray. Jesus went onto the mountain to pray. And so for me, um, our prayers need to be compatible with that um, Jesus heart and for me, that's what praying in Jesus' name means. It doesn't mean that we can put that phrase onto the end of our prayers and, and um, they get answered, but it means that we pray as Jesus prayed. So I'd encourage us all to be people of prayer. I'd encourage us to be faithful in prayer and not just consistent and kind of turn up regularly, but also be faithful to that original design, that original um, 
example that Jesus gave us in prayer. So this week, I pray that you do find time for God in prayer, that I pray that you know that um, God has good things in store for you and that fruit will grow in our lives as we commit time in prayer to God. Thanks for listening once again. It's a bit short one this week, but hopefully it just helps us keep the conversation going. This is Jono saying, um, catch you soon. Um, God bless and um, stay well, stay safe, stay home. See you soon. Bye.